This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM Channel 80, and your smart speakers were presented by Progressive Insurance. Good morning, guys. Good morning, man. What you laughing at? I just got a text from somebody. It just made me laugh, chuckle, because it's funny. Uh, look, that was uh, quite a game five. It was, you know, the pivotal game five, as they all say. I love these stats we keep throwing around, like the winner of game five when the series knotted up two to two wins 70% of the time. Well, yeah, of course, because they only got to win one more game and the other team's got to win two more games. But it was huge for that reason. And in a game that felt to me the whole time like it could have gone either way and Steph wasn't shooting it well and the Celtics got hot in the third quarter and all that stuff and yet... Warriors get out with a win. Well, two, two. What are they? There's two in a row now. So you got. If you're the Celtics, man, you, you feeling a certain way when you wake up this morning. Now you, fl- you're flying all the way back home. Got a couple days to think about what just happened at Golden State. They've got a couple days to make adjustments. Like you know what Jay was talking about, how they defended Steph Curry. Now Steve Curry is not going to sit there and let it happen again in Game Six, knowing that they want to close it out. Be nice to close it out at home, but guess what? You got to go to game seven at home. So now you don't want to have to deal with that. You get it done in game six. You make the necessary adjustments to get Steph Curry going. And now you close this thing out. You win it. And we're not talking about a game seven and having to listen to Max and his narratives about Curry. (laughs) What's true? Setting up the drama. That's all. Here's what happens as you get deeper into the playoffs and the micro adjustments of the scouting report become more heightened. There are flaws in individuals' games, and those flaws become exposed more and more. Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown are getting exposed. Do you know how? I watched the whole game last night. My ass is crazy enough to go back and watch tape again of the game afterwards because I wanted to see if it was actually true. In games four and games five, the Golden State Warriors have been shading the right-hand drives of Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. Because when they go right, they get in their bag. They, they are so much more comfortable. Jason Tatum goes to his patent spin move, is able to go to work. Jalen Brown bulldozes his way to the basket. But when these guys go left, that's when Golden State has them in the phone booth. And now, it, it's really interesting to me because when you go left, typically for right-hand drivers, they get into their bag because it's like a pace dribble. They can get to the rim. They can pull up for a shimmy. But most of the time, you understand because it's almost like they know what they're going to do. Look, that's a drive. Jason Tatum going right. They're forcing shots over the contested viewers. And also, they struggle. Their efficiency goes down drastically when they drive left. So something to pay attention to for Game 6 and Game 7. Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, they're going to have to figure it out because when they get shaded with their right hand, they're going to have to make plays going to their left and finishing or making passes with their left hand. Jay, let me ask you this question. So – at some point in time, you had a conversation about Jason Tatum having the opportunity to get into the second level of the club. You know, he's at the first level down below, where you know, starving to get up top with everybody else. What does he need to do to have an opportunity to now get back into the second level? 
I mean, he had 27 and 10 last night. I mean, he found his rhythm. But I think it, it starts off with being aggressive as soon as the game starts, Key. Give me the ball. Make some plays happen. That's been Jalen Brown. Like that, yeah. Jalen Brown got started, but it was a slow start. I, I wrote it down. I mean, it was the first. Jaylen, Jason Tatum got subbed out with six minutes to go in the first quarter. And it's not until he came back with four minutes until he scored his first bucket. Now he scored three buckets in a row when he came back. and he finally, But that was a slow start that gave their team a deficit for them to bounce back from. And uh, they got back in the third quarter. But, Key, the level of energy it sustains yeah, to but, play but, after but in being all, in the it, deficit. It seems like to me, though, Max, is, is in order for him to get into that second level, yeah, he had 27 and, and, and 10 last night. And, and he played good defense at times throughout the series or whatnot. But he hasn't been scoring at high clips and high volume. But for him to get back into that sef- second level, it seems like to me he's got to go on a historic run and they got to win a championship for him to be put into – that second level that Jay talked about about a they month ago. They found and him in the ago. first level, and after this series, like, uh, uh, you're not supposed to be here. <laughs> they gotta, who, who, who are you with, sir? Yeah, who are you with? <laughs> you got to be comp. Some, listen, uh, one of the reasons is Andrew Wiggins and the defense he's been playing, let alone the offense he's been playing. Andrew Wiggins, like, Steph is allowed. Th- this series is over already if Steph's not on the Warriors. He's had an amazing series. But as Jay predicted, they changed the defense, and Steph struggled in Game 5. He needed someone to step up. Clay is catch and shoot right now, right? It's not going to be Clay off the dribble. Jordan Poole with, can't play defense, right? Maybe it wasn't going to be Poole, even though he hit that big shot in the third quarter, end of the third quarter. It was Wiggins, 26-13 with steals and blocks and everything. But, Jay, you brought up Bob Myers earlier in the show, the GM. Mm -hmm. Listen to Brian Windhorst, ESPN NBA insider, of course, on SportsCenter with SVP on the the impact of Wiggins. Andrew Wiggins, he's not an underdog. He makes $32 million. While the Warriors were down these last couple of years winning no games, they kept spending money because they've got it. They re-signed Draymond Green. They re-signed Steph Curry. They re-signed Kevon Looney. They kept Andrew Wiggins, and boy, did it show up tonight. Andrew Wiggins, with a supreme moment in his career, he was a throw-in in a trade. Other teams would have totally gotten rid of him. They stuck with him. They have a $340 million payroll when you consider taxes. You don't just have to beat the Warriors on the court. you got to beat their checkbook. And Nothing away from Andrew Wiggins tonight, but this was a checkbook win for the Warriors. I call whatever you want. I mean, you still got to perform on the court. You know, we can sit up there and say it was a checkbook win, but if Wiggins doesn't show up and give you a prolific offensive performance, they don't win that game. So, like, it's not like he scored at that high of a clip all the time. Like, he had 16 rebounds in game four. He's done a lot of other things. He was the primary defender for Luka and Jason Tatum. But, like, why I go back to Bob Myers, regardless of the checkbook, is that, you know, when that whole KD trade went down, like, he was able to get a sign-and-trade with the Brooklyn Nets in which they got D'Angelo Russell. Now, everybody thought they were going to have a three-guard backcourt. It was going to be this thing. D'Lo actually never played with Klay Thompson. Then they were able to figure out a trade in which they were able to send him to Minnesota, and they got Wiggins. It allowed them to get the pick in Kaminga. They were able to add Wiseman, even though he's not playing. That gives them length and size. They found Gary Payton the second, who's been a journeyman around the league in the G League, and they got Jordan Poole with the 28th pick in the draft. That doesn't negate Windhorse's point, but it's like the reason the Warriors have been so dominant, and this was the Lakers in the 80s. When you have arguably the best GM in the game and you have an organization who's like, oh, yeah, yeah, 
carte blanche. Like willing, it, willing to we're do whatever sp- it takes. We are willing to do whatever it takes. Now you got the most dangerous situation, which is the Warriors. A foundational superstar in Steph Curry. Also, they had a big imagination. They saw Steph and thought, we can build a championship around a guy who looks unlike anything anyone's ever built a championship around it. His size, shooting from long range. So they had a big imagination. They have a foundational superstar. They have all the resources. They have the willingness to use them. And they have a brilliant GM who... They may have missed on Wiseman. They may have used an incredibly valuable, who knows? And it doesn't matter. But I'm not going to say it's all pocketbook, and I agree a lot of it is. But this dude was a first-time All-Star this year. Yeah, bowed in by the fans. Yeah. Like, so well, I think, it's not like he's been playing at an all-star level since 2019. Yeah, but to make the decision to pay him $32 million a year rather than move That's coming off what from, his contract was. But, yeah, but, but they didn't saying, flip him. I'm saying they didn't flip him. They decided to pay him that money and keep it intact rather than flip him. So it has to do with knowing that you got to pay Clay, You had to pay Draymond. You had to pay Steph. And eventually you're going to have to pay Poole, right? It gave him the luxury, yeah. Cause Look, Jerry West made incredible moves in the 80s for the Lakers. But Dr. Buss was like, yep, I'll pay that, I'll pay that, I'll pay that. It's, it's, it's two things. That's why I'm saying they're so dangerous. Brilliant front office, foundational pieces, a superstar and Steph, great culture, and they then was the willing, willingness was, to do what it takes. They was willing to pay two dudes with injuries. Remember with KD, they were going to pay him. Mm-hmm. And then Clay got hurt, they paid him. So they was willing to pay two dudes with injuries. Most people, most teams in professional sports aren't willing to Go over luxury taxes or pay guys, no matter who they are, when they got injuries, that type of money. Jay doesn't like it, though. Something about it rubs you the wrong way. Uh, Cleveland. What did Cleveland just pay Deshaun Watson? I know that opens up a whole can of worms, but that's where the market's going. $250 million, right? No, no, I I get that part. I'm just talking about from from an injury standpoint, not really knowing what, not really knowing what that could be, but your pocketbook is so heavy, it doesn't matter. You got so much money. You but, can go over the luxury tax. You can pay people you can, whatever it is. You can still miss. No, you can. You can still miss on people. Yeah, but one, no the question. one thing, I think, the thing you're having a little bit of an allergic reaction to. Uh, we can to, talk about that when we come back from the break, though. Yeah. It take, that, you're you're thinking of, it takes credit away in a way. It does take yeah. credit away All right. from you performing on the court. All right. This is Keyshawn J. Willemax, presented by Progressive Insurance. Coming to you live Shots from the Seaport District at Pier 17, brought to you by Chase. Jay does not like credit getting taken away. And has said all along that one NFL franchise had a chance at an historic offseason. So what happened? Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. It's Demon Time on Prize Picks, where you can now win up to 100 times your money. That's right, 100, 100 times, times your money. money. With as little as four correct picks, you can turn $10 into $1,000. 
Demons and Goblins are the newest and most exciting way to play at Prize Picks. Squares marked with red demons or green goblins get you different payouts. And as always, Prize Picks is really simple to play. You can make your picks and submit your entry in less than 60 seconds. They even offer injury insurance so that your entries stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. Quick withdrawals, easy gameplay, and an enormous selection of players and stat types are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Go to prizepicks.com slash morning and use code morning for a first deposit match up to $100. That's prizepicks.com slash morning, code morning, for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Hot news or not news. You ready, Jeremy? I, I wasn't ready until the music dropped. Drop, 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 drop. Now you're ready. This is sneaky hot news. Hot news. <laughs> hot news or not news time. Keyshawn J. Will Max, ESPN Radio. Hot news. Aha. Diana Rossini, ESPN NFL reporter, is with us. Good morning, Diana. I die. Good morning, guys. It's so on? good to be here. I missed you last week. Yeah, what's going on, Diana? Not much. Not much going on. Mandatory camp back in session for some other teams this week. So we got some good football action going on. I feel like we've been talking about a lot of the same storylines. But finally, we get to see some, some, some action, see what some of these offenses look like that we've been looking forward to, you know? Wait, Di, before we get into football, what do we got planned for Father's Day coming up? We got any, uh, you know, special yeah. plans for the hubby? What we got? Don't put me on the spot like that. I, I'm actually really stressed about it. I don't know how you guys knew about it, but, um, you know, it's my husband's first Father's Day. He did an incredible job on Mother's Day. And so what's today? Tuesday? Father's Day is in a few days here. I, I don't even know where to start. Like, you guys are actually the perfect people to ask because he's very similar to you guys in terms of love sports, you know, decently good-looking, kind of athletic you know you guys have all the same qualities so i don't know you tell me what give me some ideas seriously i need some thoughts see i want for me diana like if if i wanted anything i would have bought it for myself right and men don't want flowers or something like that so uh, it's tough to shop that way the greatest gift i can get on father's day is i guess if if your kid is very young they're not going to make you a card or anything let me sleep in let me just sleep in. If I get to sleep in, oh, that's like the greatest gift on Father's Day. Guy, does he golf? Does he do anything like that outside in hobbies? Yeah, yeah. He, he, he golfs. He does, you know, when, when he can. But, you, yeah. Jay, you know better than anybody. When you have a little one at home, free time uh, is been a little different. He's actually going out to dinner with a friend tonight. It's like his first time out. Uh, I'm expecting him walking in um, to the house about two in the morning, hammered. So uh, that's his gift. There you go. Go get drunk with your friends. Have a good time out there. But you know, he did such he did such a good job on Mother's Day for me. So it's like, how am I going to live up to that one? Yeah, breakfast. Let him sleep no, in. Go, and the, let him the, golf. The, let him golf. Yeah. Let him golf. I'm going to tell you course. right now: cheap, easy, and nobody around. Get him a, 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 a manicure, pedicure, and call it a day. Hmm. Manny yeah, but, Petty. But then I got to show Nobody's up. around. He can enjoy the Manny Petty. And, you know. They come it, to the house? No. Bring you, someone. He can go to one other spot. Yeah, yeah but I don't, don't make me go to a spot. You know what I mean? Oh, it's easy. I would, anytime he wants to. You're so high oh, class, oh, oh. Max. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying on that day. local Manny Petty spot. 
It takes 20 minutes. It's Diana's talk. Okay, like, we. what do you think we are? What do you think we are? Like, we're, we're barely getting by here. You got people. A Manny Petty? That's right. Like, a Manny Petty's nothing. I mean, it's cheap. Oh, no. that I, No, that's like $35. Yes, you can go to the next one. I think I have to. Here's the problem. He, I know him in terms of like, uh, comfort. Being comfortable, I don't. I, I don't think he would walk. Feel comfortable going into a nail salon with all women. I, oh, he's never really done that. So, oh, okay. my, right. yeah, he's that's, that's, that's he, he's well groomed, but that's just not like his thing. See, I so, think Diana, I, I you've think already you got crusty feet. Time. Got it. Diana's already. By the way, we're we're gonna we're gonna fix Diana's connection. But while we do, guys, she's already given the answer. If he loves to golf, let him sleep in. Jay, you said it. Let him sleep in. Let him go golf. Yeah. Done. That's a great day. You and a little one, make him some breakfast, you know, give him a little car, write the car from your son. You know, make like, a nice dinner when yeah. he gets back. That's the that's a there perfect you go. day. Perfect yeah. father's day. Yeah. Nice and easy. No? Yeah. I mean, that's fine. I don't I don't either way. Golf. The key what are you guys like doing that. for that's what are you guys fine. doing for Father's Day? Uh I'll be here in New York. We're just gonna go eat probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Go eat somewhere and that's it. My wife is snatching me. I got no idea. She's taking me somewhere. You see, I don't need all that, though, Jay. I'm cool with that. I, I, and we were, we're staying in state. I don't know where we're going, but we're I going don't somewhere. Need, I guess for me, it's just like the most simplest thing, and I'm good. Yeah. Right? I love this, like, here's an expensive sweatshirt. Great. I just bought myself a sweatshirt without knowing it. Like, <laughs> using, you know what I mean? Using your credit card. <laughs> yeah, using my credit card. <laughs> Diana, so it sounds like. That's the way to do it. It sounds like a, he gets to sleep in and play golf. Uh, that's a great day. I guess. You guys solved my marital issues. Here it comes. So, <laughs> so are you I don't think to- he's listening. So uh, there we go. For, for, for Sunday, he's going to sleep in. You know what? I'm going to. So when we were dating, and even when we first got married, I made dinner every single night. I, I like to cook. I enjoy it. He likes my cooking. Um, and ever since I had my son, I kind of stopped doing that because I got a little busy. Yep. So I think, I think I'm going to bring that back into the mix, a little cooking. Yeah, when he gets back uh, from and, golf, and, he has a nice he, dinner. He will love that. Yeah, not bad at all. Yes. There it Guys, you're the best. This is why I love you. Happy Father's Day to the three of you. So thank you. Thank you, Diana. Diana, are you ready to play hot news or not news? Let's do it, baby. Dolphins. The Dolphins reportedly were ready to sign Sean Payton to a $100 million contract, according to Monday morning quarterbacks Albert Breer. Hot news or not news? Oh, that's hot news. That's hot news because uh, you have a lot of factors in there. What were the Saints going to be willing to give up? Uh, we heard that allegedly Tom Brady was going to be part of this. Could you guys imagine Sean Payton and Tom Brady together, uh, you know, going back three years ago when Drew Brees was originally contemplating retirement and Brady was hitting free agency, uh, there was chatter that, that that Peyton and Brady wanted to work together and he was trying to lure him to New Orleans. So these two have had their eye on each other for, for quite some time. And I, I just I think that would have been a phenomenal marriage and sort of a coach and a a quarterback pretty much made for each other. Yeah, totally hot news when you look at it. Sean Payton, uh, the New Orleans Saints, Miami would have given up whatever it would have taken, I think, to get a coach like that. And Sean Payton, they had to obviously settle for Mike McDaniel, which is whatever at that point in time. But the $100 million will not be missed at all because the Dallas Cowboys is going to back that truck up if they don't make it as far as Jerry thinks and Sean Payton is sitting and waiting 
to collect. Trust me. That's my thing, Key. That's how new. <laughs> it's a bar. Oh, there's the bar. $100 million. It's out there floating around now. No, it ain't no bar because that thing is going to be about a buck thirty. Or how about it's the baseline? How yeah. about that? It's I, the baseline. Key, for what I I'm need. with you. I'm with you, Key. I think it's more than 100. We're, we were talking 100 million when John Gruden was in the league and mm. the Raiders were paying that. Sean Payton's price is going to be a lot more than that. By the way, where is Sean Payton right now? I, I, I feel like we haven't heard from him. I know he was going to get into the media, but I'd like to know where he's at. But 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 but, but I'm with you, Key. I, I think we're going to hear Sean's name. Look, we, we all know Coach pretty well. We've all been around him. Uh, I, I don't think Coach is going to be away from football past, like, week two. I swear. I think this season – it, guys, he's going to probably be a regular guest on this show. He'll just call in, like, as, a, as an average listener, uh, <laughs> checking it out because he just needs to be around the sport so much. Scorching hot Sean news, Payton guys. Instead of, instead of McDaniel and Tua, they almost had Sean Payton and Tom Brady. Oh. Wow. <laughs> to be a Dolphins fan right now. All right. Lamar Jackson shows up at Ravens minicamp. Hot news or not news, Diana? Yeah. All right, so I'm going to say this is actually not news, only because Lamar had pretty much put it out there on social media a few weeks ago that he was going to be there. And he's done everything right in terms of wanting to be a Baltimore Raven, right? He's saying the right things. Uh, the owner is going out, uh, sharing with the media that, you know, Lamar is so focused on just winning a Super Bowl. So my concerns about him playing for the Baltimore Ravens, it, it's not there. My hot news concern is when are you going to get a deal done? Are you nuts to step on f- the field without a deal? That's, that's the part of this that, that to me, uh, is smoking hot. But in terms of him showing up for mandatory minicamp and not wanting to deal with those fines of up to you know, $95,000, it's not news. Yeah, it's not news at all. Nobody wants to le- lose money by missing a minicamp that you probably aren't going to participate in on the field anyway. I mean, they're going to give all the reps to somebody else. You're just going to stand there, go to meetings, eat the bad food for lunch, and that's it. I just think it's hot news because I'm just curious, you know, <laughs> what, what game is Lamar Jackson playing? He's just playing everything. He's just cool, calm, collective, showing up where he needs to be. But does he like the organization? Does he want to stay there? Oh, absolutely. <clears throat> that's why it's not news to me. Yeah. Had he missed, it would have been scorching hot news because then, Jay, I'd be like, hold up. Does Lamar even want to be a Baltimore Raven? This makes me think – Man, two thirty. Well, that was special circumstances. Two thirty. You don't miss minicamp to give money away. I'm not giving you right. money. I'll just come stand on the sideline. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Terry McLaurin won't. Hey, report Key, to can I ask you a question? Go ahead. Yeah. Key, I've been curious. Sorry, Key. I, I was thinking about you this morning when I was thinking about the situation. I'm like, I wonder what Key's perspective is on it. You know, we're all trying to figure out what. Lamar's game plan is here. You know, what's the approach? We know he's focused on football. He wants to win a Super Bowl. We get it. But business-wise, what do you think he's thinking here in terms of, of coming out of this a winner? Well, I think you got you to first think about the guaranteed money and where the market is set at. And Deshaun obviously set the market at a different level. Kyler Murray is right there. He probably wants to make sure that he gets all the money that he can from a guarantee standpoint. He won't step on the field in September. And they know that, and this deal will get done sometime in training camp the way that I look at it. Terry McLaurin won't report to Commander's minicamp, Diana, according to Adam Schefter. Is that hot news or not news? It's not news. Terry showed up for some of the voluntary workouts, and of course, he's stepping away here. And granted, he's dealing, he's going to have to face a fine here, as we just alluded to, if you miss these mandatory mini camps. 
But he wants he wants a deal, just like we've, we're seeing around the league with, you know, nine, ten other receivers out there that are looking for, for new contracts. And, you know, I think the hot news would be is if the commanders don't get it done and, and they don't keep him because we know he's, the, he's their star offensive weapon. Carson Wentz needs him. See, it's, it's hot news to me because everything that Diana is saying, but also the commanders can give him that fine money back if they choose to do so, if that's what the organization want to do. Mm-hmm. Also, a little small note, he has the same agent as Debo Samuel. So you got to kind of know, you know, what you're doing from an agent standpoint. You line up all your guys. He also had the same agent as A.J. Brown. So when you start to line it all up and you start to look at it, you're like, well, wait a minute. This is the way that they're going. Okay, I'm going to agent for my guys right now and, and try and get the right deals done. Diana yeah, be careful what you wish for, though, Key, right? You oh, got to yeah. be careful with what Absolutely. you wish for in terms of, you know, you want the money, but you better be ready to get moved if, 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 because that's going to be on the table if, if a deal can't get done, of course. You got to be willing to go there if, if, you're, if you're in it to win it. All right. The great Diana Rossini, ladies and gentlemen. Diana, thank you for playing hot news or not news get with them, us, as always. Get them nails and feet done now. Come on, them hands and feet. Get them done. <laughs> I, just, just I know he's got, he's got to keep up with me because you guys know I got the best hands and feet in the game. That's it. Diana means business. Thanks, Diana. Back to the NBA Finals and how the Warriors won without Steph hitting a single three. Curry shedding himself of white. Three for three. Pops it in and out. And three Celtics under the basket. Horford rebound. 0 for 9 from 3. He's going to be livid going into game 6. And that's exactly what we need. We're never worried about number 30. I just know he'll respond. Mm-hmm. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM Channel 80. Guys, we are joined now by former Warriors guard. This dude can shoot the lights out. Quinn Cook. What's going on, Quinn? Max, how you doing, guys? How y'all doing? What man. up, Q? Chilling, 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 man. Rough, rough, rough game for Boston last night, man. Rough game for Boston. Quinn, Q, what do you think, like, as a shooter yourself, when, when you see the Warriors are able to win a game in the finals without Steph hitting a single three? That's scary. That's scary for Boston. Um, that's That's... That's music to Golden State's ears. I mean, for you know, Steph to you know go zero for nine from three. Um, I think it was seven for twenty-two from the field, and and you still win win Game Five. Um, you know, I think it's music to Golden State's ears, and and that's tough for Boston for sure because Steph has obviously changed the series um, in, the, in their first two wins. But uh, you know, for Steph to struggle last night and they still find a way to win, that's the championship pedigree that you know, the Warriors have. Q, I, I want you to go back to what you meant when you said tough for Boston because the, the way they guarded all the pick-and-roll action, uh, it was brilliant, right, by Al Horford getting up on everything. It was the other players and the lack of, it felt like, tightness and security with the ball down the stretch once again for Boston that seemed to make them kind of dissipate. Yeah, for sure. I mean, obviously, you know, for the first half to go how it went, um, you know, for Golden State to be up 12 and a half and, you know, Boston came right out and punched Golden State right in the mouth, took the lead. I think they went up five at one point. Um, I thought Jordan Poole and Gary Payton kind of changed the game, changed the verve of the game, um, late in that third to take the lead. And uh, for those for, for, for Golden State to extend that lead uh, while Steph was out in the fourth, um, it was just like, you know, de- depleting for Boston. Not saying that they're um, depleted, but, you know, it was just like a punch in the mouth just because, you know, they fought all the way back you know, in game five on the road. 
And then for, for Golden State to respond like that with Steph off the floor and him not shooting the ball well, um, you know, I, I, I think that says a lot about, you know, Golden State for sure. Q, I'm curious, did you see anything, because uh, Jeff Van Gundy has talked about it a lot over the last two games, and I made the point today that, you know, when they're shading the right hand of Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum, forcing them going left, and they become extremely less efficient going left, which as a hooper, man, kind of throws me off for a righty, because Q, you know, our left hand is always our pace dribble, right? It's our rhythm dribble. I don't, why do you think that is? I don't know. Um, it's habits. I mean, and, and at this point, you know, uh, coaches have seen, you know, every tendency, every habit of every NBA player who's played. So, um, you know, that's just the, the habits that, you know, Golden State has, has picked up, you know, on, on JT and, and Jalen. I think that um, they'll respond game six. But, um, you know, especially Steve, man, like just me being, you know, a part of that culture, a part of that team. I mean, those meetings, you know, you know, before every series are two hours long, two and a half hours long. They watch everything um, extensively. And, uh, you know, Steve has those guys prepared for sure. Quinn Cook, two-time NBA champion and Duke Blue Devil guard. Say it with your chest! <laughs> Joining <laughs> us this morning on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Uh, Q, what is it that the Celtics need to do in game six to even the score with the Warriors if they want to get back in this thing and have a chance to win it? Uh, for me, I think they have to get a, um, you know, out to a great start. You know, when you look at game three, they kind of punched Golden State in the mouth early. Obviously, they fought back, but I think Golden State ran out of gas. Steph ran out of gas game three. Because um, I don't like when it's close. If it's close, um, it, gets, it gets tricky. It gets tricky for Boston just because – you know, Steph and Clay just are big time shot makers and you know, now Wiggins is is is, is obviously found himself and um just, you know, it, it it I think they can get tight game six, but you know, I believe I believe Boston will respond. I think it's going seven, but I think for Boston, you know, they have to set the tone right away for them to, you know, um, take care of business at home because I don't like if it's a five point game the entire game, if it's not four-point game, three-point game, it, it, it gets a little tricky with Steph and Clay out there for me. Quinn, you not only played with the Golden State Warriors, but you also played with the Los Angeles Lakers. And I want you to hear what Amari Stoudemire had to say yesterday on our show about Anthony Davis. Check this I out. Like, I don't like the way that sounds. See? What, what usual? What do you mean that, usual? Thank you. You need, to, you need to do more than usual. Yes. Because you want to win a championship. The Lakers are the franchise you want to stick with. You want to win a championship. You got to go outside of your normal workout routine. You, you was injured all year. You know what I'm saying? You got to do a lot more than what you've been used to doing. Do you think he loves the game? I don't know if he does. I don't know if he does. Because if you do, you will definitely be doing something outside of your usual workout regimen. Mm-hmm. For sure, man. So, Q, this whole thing started off with the stunning admission that Anthony Davis made about the offseason that he hasn't touched the ball since April 5th. You played with him. You worked out with him. Uh, how do you respond to what Amari Stoudemire said? Uh, I mean, you know, no disrespect to Amari. You know, obviously, Hall of Famer. You know, I'm a fan. I grew up watching him. But, you know, I think AD, you know, knows what he's doing. Um, you know, for me, who's worked out with him for three, four summers, um, you know, he, there's a guy who goes two, three times a day. And, uh, you know, when he locks in at his certain date, late June, um, early July, you know, he's going twice, three times a day. Um, doesn't matter, you know, if he has – you know, uh, Nike tours, events, anything, he always finds a way. 
So, um, you know, I, I, I know people are kind of running away you know, with what he said. But, I mean, let's not forget, man. I mean, he was probably the best player, you know, during that playoff run in the bubble in 2020 with him and Brown. And, you know, he delivered a championship to the Lakers. And I know it's kind of, you know, underwhelmed because it was the bubble. But, um, you know, but, he delivered a championship. So, But, but Q, I was um, going to say, I don't, think, I, I, I don't think anybody's questioning his talent, right? Um, but I, I would ask you, I mean, as a guy, as a hooper, What's the longest you've gone without touching the rock, man? Like, isn't two um, months kind of alarming? Uh, well, for me, for me, like a month, like a month after like my fifth year in the league, you know, I probably took a month off. Um, you know, I know I've never personally have taken two months off, but I've never dealt with a serious injury or injuries like AD. So, um, okay. I, 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 I'm not sure if if other players, you know, take as long as that, but um, you know, I, I know guys who, who take months, month and a half off for sure. Quinn Cook, two-time champion, former Warriors guard, and and uh, boy, could shoot the lights out. The Lakers could have used you. Yeah, this year. Why, why don't you just say former Laker? Yeah, the Lakers could have really <laughs> used. I don't understand. Well, the state's a little bit more relevant pickup. right now. Yeah. Uh, Q, thanks a million for jumping on with us this morning. All right, Q, appreciate you guys. All right, brother. Yeah. Well, all right. Listen, he defended AD. Not a lot of people are doing that recently. You know? Was that really defending him or really just telling what he sees? Yeah, what he yeah, knows, yeah, right? yeah, right. But I think it's like gotten popular right now to be like, damn, he hasn't touched the ball since then, and blah, blah, there's lack of passion. It's not it's what he's more sees. so about what the offseason routine has typically been, and people want to see changes to the offseason routine if that's equated to him not being available to play games. Yesterday, we heard Tyreek Hill say he wants more credit for the Chiefs' success. All right, how much does he deserve? Support for this podcast and the following message comes from Wise, the account that helps you manage your money all around the world. Dining in dollars, doing business and bot, wherever life takes you, the Wise account helps you send, spend, and receive in different currencies fast. Wise is the easy way to connect all of your finances internationally. Buying that dream property in Portugal? Done. Freelancing in France? No problem. Sending money back to mom? Simple. All without hidden fees or exchange rate markups. Minimum fees, maximum ease, full speed. Join 16 million customers and learn how the Wise account could work for you by downloading the app or visiting wise.com slash unsportsmanlike. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. The Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max podcast. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, we are presented by Progressive Insurance. By the way, guys, you have a chance to win $5,000 with the winning word at 8.30 a.m. Eastern. Uh, Evan, we got We're gonna play some uh, rep versus reality. Yeah, let's do it. Reputation versus reality is brought to you by Napa. At Napa, when it comes to serving you, our motor never quits. From next day delivery to getting involved with local communities, that's Napa know-how. So Dan Rolovsky tweeted this like late last night. I saw it. Uh, number one wide receivers change how defenses play and offense. On Mondays, defense coordinators sit down and ask, "What are we going to do with blank?" The wide receivers are, and he listed a bunch of them. They're on the ESPN2 
And I want to go through this and ask you guys, is this reputation that they're preparing for these guys or reality that these guys impact the game differently? So, Stefan Diggs, rep versus reality. Defense coordinators sit down and ask, what are we going to do with Stefan Diggs, Key? It's reality. They start that process before they even get to Monday. They start that immediately after the game before because Stefan Diggs is certainly one of the top flight wide receivers in the league. That's reality to me, just knowing how Josh Allen plays and how they air the ball out. Stephon Diggs is that guy. Yeah, I would say, as Jay said, particularly with who's throwing him the ball, that's reality. All right, how about Tyreek Hill? Tyreek Hill said uh, on his own podcast it needed to be said that he Andy Reid tells Patrick Holmes basically, hey, Pat, it's going to be a tough day if we don't have Tyreek Hill. So, defense corner, sit down and ask, what are we going to do with Tyreek Hill, reputation or reality? It was reality. Now it's going to be reputation in Miami. It was certainly reality in Kansas City because of Patrick Mahomes, because of Travis Kelsey and the unique skill set of Tyreek Hill. You can't transfer those things, though, to Miami with Tua and the style of offense in which the Miami Dolphins are going to play. They're a run-heavy first team. Mike McDaniel, the new head coach, has never called offensive pass play calls in the National Football League. So, I would be a little skeptical if I was Tyreek Hill thinking that my reputation is going to be the same as reality in Kansas City. That's a valid point, though. But don't you think they would still have to prepare for Tyreek Hill, right? Like if he's still operating by doing things like quick slants, it's not the deep ball, but he's still going to be a very formative part of the offense. So, correct? I would say, Jay, after a few weeks, no. No more. <laughs> you, your face, by the way, for people that couldn't see it. No, I mean, it just, it, it, once they realize this is not the same offense that Tyreek Hill that it was in Kansas City, they're going to focus on something totally different as yeah. a defensive coordinator, even though he may get loose on you once or twice. Yeah, I think I agree. They'll take with, their chances. I agree yeah. with Key with rep for the same reason I said Stephon Diggs, who's throwing in the ball? Josh Allen. Well, who's throwing, who's throwing Tyreek Hill the ball? Was Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. Now it's going to be Tua, so I'm with Key. On Monday's defense corner, sit down and ask, what are we going to do with Keenan Allen, reputation or reality? I think it's reality. I think Keenan Allen doesn't get the amount of respect that he does. He should get in the National Football League on a consistent basis. He has been one of the top guys when healthy. No question about it. Mike Williams on the opposite side of him. Certainly, you can pick your poison, but I think when the passing game and Justin Herbert is alive and kicking, it goes through Keenan Allen. So much of this has to do with the quarterback that you have. Obviously, when you say Justin Herbert, Max is going to go off on a tangent about his QBR, him being one of the best quarterbacks ever to see the game. So, obviously, you have to prepare for Kenny Allen and Mike Williams. Yeah, I would say it's reality for the same reason. Josh Allen's throwing Diggs the ball. Mahomes was throwing Tyreek the ball. Now it's Tua, right? Well, Justin Herbert's throwing Keenan Allen the ball, who's always put up numbers, and now has Justin Herbert throwing him the ball. So, reality. On Mondays, defense corner sit down and ask, what are we going to do with Mike Evans? Reputation or reality, Key? I think it's, I think it's a little bit of a reputation for uh, mm-hmm. Mike Evans at this point in time in his career because it's Tom Brady. They're, they're trying to figure out how to stop Tom Brady. And then Mike, Mike Evans, obviously big red zone target, very efficient in the red zone, really good wide receiver, no question about it, could potentially one day find himself in the Hall of Fame. But I think right now, based on Tom Brady being there, that's the key. The key is stopping Brady, and then we'll figure everything else out later. Yeah, I would agree with you on stopping Tom Brady, but if he's a huge red zone target, wouldn't that mean that every time they get in the red zone, you have to prepare in the red for zone. how to stop? Yeah. yeah, in the red zone for sure. That's why right. I said in the red it's zone. It's a little bit of a blend. I hear what you're saying. Yeah, he's a 50-50 ball guy anyway, but I, I would say, you know, I don't know. I got to see him this year. Like, uh, 
he was on a team with a lot of good receivers, and I thought of him as maybe the at certain point the third best receiver. But that's because they had three ones, really. Key, can and I f- now maybe I, I'd have to see him this year. Sorry, I want to follow up on something Key said. You said in the red zone they prepare for him. You don't start red zone preparation on Monday, though, right? You well, I mean, defensive co- no defensive coordinators are started whenever they want to. I mean, they, they it's their thought processes. This is what we we got coming up, and they probably start. All preparation on Monday just depends on – hell, they probably started Sunday night after game. Just depends on what it is. There's times when we had games, they would go back in Sunday after our game and start the preparation for the week just because that's how coaches are. I'll tell you what, if you have a bend but don't break defense, like you give up yards but you're stout in the red zone, you probably start preparing for Mike Williams right away. How about Mike Evans? I, sorry, Evans, I meant. Too many Mike Evans. You're still on Justin Herbert. It's 50, okay. 50-50 ball. We Mike know how your Evans. brain works. On Mondays, defense gooder sit down and ask, what are we going to do with Super Bowl MVP Cooper Cup key, reputational reality? You know, it's a, it's a little bit of both, but I would more so say they're trying to figure out how to stop reputation, trying to figure out how to stop Sean McVay's offense more so than an individual in Cooper Cup. And I know it sounds weird because he hit the trifecta. He just got paid $100-plus plus million He's Super Bowl MVP, player of the year, offensively, all those sort of things. But when you look at what Sean McVay does with that offense and putting Cooper Cup in certain positions where nobody could cover him, putting Robert Woods when he was healthy, certain positions nobody could cover him, OBJ, we've seen it time and time. Again, the preparation from a defensive coordinating mindset is how do we stop the base of the offense, which is Sean McVay. Let's start there. If we can figure out how to play this cat and mouse game with Sean McVay, then we move to Cooper Cup. Then we move to Matthew Stafford and the other offensive weapons that they have. I'm taking your word for it because I would automatically thought that you always prepare for a guy who's a Super Bowl MVP. I know. It sounds weird, <laughs> but that offense is so prolific because of what Sean does with putting people in the right spots. I mean, if I had time to just – break down the film and diagram stuff so that you can understand what I'm saying, it'd be much clearer to you. When I line a guy up and stack behind three other guys and he could just run to the flat, that mm. isn't Cooper Cup. That's Sean McVay's design mm. to tell be you able what, to when, say, I can get him open like this. When Woods went down, though, I'm like, well, how's Cooper Cup going to do without that? You know, Woods is a blocker. He's a lot of things, and he was still impossible to stop. I mean, I, a I former, know it just sounds yeah, crazy. A former number one right. overall pick. Comes up huge in the NBA Finals, and that's next on ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.